everyone and welcome back to Coffee Mug. I'm here today with my beautiful co-host and friend Carly Griffiths. How are you, Carly? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I am really excited to be back with another episode. And today we have um, we have to discuss something that many people among us experience, and that is panic attacks. Uh, Carly, would you like to tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so I feel like panic attacks, like, they're quite a regular occurrence to some people, and some people just don't get them. But yeah, I think we're just going to go into a little bit of detail about what they are, um, how they affect people, what we can do to support people, and just general panic attack knowledge, because I feel like people do need to brush up on it. Mm-hmm. So what is a panic attack? So a panic attack is usually triggered by a panic disorder. A panic disorder is an anxiety disorder where you regularly have sudden attacks of panic or fear. So a panic attack is a severe episode of intense fear that triggers severe physical reactions where there is no real or apparent danger at all. When you have a panic attack, you might think you're losing control or having a heart attack or sometimes you're even dying. So according to the NHS website, a panic attack can be very frightening and distressing. So some of the key symptoms, which I feel is really important to address, is a racing heartbeat, feeling faint, sweating, which, I mean, we all know how it feels to sweat. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm sure we can all sympathise with people there. Nausea, chest pain, shortness of breath, trembling, chills, shaking limbs, a choking sensation, numbness or needles and pins, Ringing in your ears and need to go to the toilet, a churning feeling in your stomach, tingling in your fingers, and even like the feeling of not being connected to your body. I just feel like all those symptoms, like they're so scary. And that, but it's really important to note that a panic attack cannot kill you. So as much as you might feel like you're dying mm-hmm. or feel like something, that like you need to go to the emergency room, you need to go to hospital, like it's so important that you get fixed or blah, 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 you'll be okay. Yeah. I think that's the main message we want to get across that you will be okay. It is awful and we love you and we really hope you'll be okay, but you will be okay. That's yeah. like so important to note. Yeah, it is really, really important. And it should be noted that sometimes panic attack can vary from five to twenty minutes and maybe even an hour. And I feel like when you're having a panic attack, um, and guys, I'm not just um, saying this just from what I've researched. I do actually get them myself. So I can actually sympathize and empathize with all of you. Um, anybody that's listening that do have panic attacks, like I am speaking from experience. I have panic disorder myself, so I'm not just rambling. But that five minutes can feel like an hour. So for people who have them for longer and people who have prolonged panic attacks I feel like you, you're in every right to freak out you you have every right to feel more stressed because you're having them it's okay to be scared but I just please 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 try and remember that this feeling will pass yeah thank you so much for sharing that Carly and uh, it's really important to know how to deal with a panic attack and be aware. So one thing that I did, I asked my friends and I was like, do you know what to do when someone close to you is experiencing a panic attack? And none of them knew what to do because it's a, apart from the person experiencing it, the person who's watching and it's like seeing what is happening, 
we also panic and they're like, oh my God, what to, what am I going to do? I don't, I don't know. And so it's really important to know how to deal with that. And I'm just going to share some information. I just want to clarify, we're not medical professionals and we are sharing what we know from experience and from our research. So if you're experiencing any of this, please talk with someone who is professional or share your problems and concerns with a friend or a close one from your family. Please do. So how to help yourself. In case you're having a panic attack, please stay where you are, whether that is in your room or if you're somewhere in public, just go somewhere where it's closest to safety to you. If you're driving your car, stop the car on the side of the road until the episode is over. Really important, you need to be safe. During a panic attack, you might be hyperventilating, but even if you're experiencing a panic attack differently, try to focus on your breathing. Inhale and exhale. Put your hands on your stomach and try to feel your breath in and out. A thing that I learned from yoga is to try to keep our chest open. I don't know how accurate is that, but I feel like when you keep your chest open, you distribute the oxygen better in your body and like you inhale much more oxygen yeah, definitely. than usually. Um, from experience, if you don't mind me adding, um, yeah. I've gone to a couple of like CBT, so cognitive behavioral therapists, mm-hmm. and um, breathing is key. They always say how breathing is key, how sitting up straight is key, how opening your diaphragm um, and lungs to oxygen is so important. Guys, oxygen is free. <laughs> um, please just take as much of it as you can, yeah, yeah. especially in moments of panic attacks and panic, because I think that's the main thing that people forget to do. You can breathe. We've got this. Um, and actually, I know that sounds really patronising. You can breathe, everyone. Most people. <laughs> Let me just... Yeah. Most people can breathe, but please, 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 please don't think we're shouting at you and going breathe because it's the most boring piece of advice ever, but breathing is key. Yeah, it is. Every day when you wake up, just take really, really three deep breaths and wake up your body slowly. But anyway, let's go back to what to do and how to help yourself. Um, Another thing that could help you is try to distract your mind start focusing on your surroundings and just again keep breathing but when it comes to helping someone else it does it doesn't go too far from what i said about yourself if you're with someone who's having a panic attack try please try to stay calm and even if you don't feel like you're calm pretend that you are talk to your person and ask them what their needs are they need to to know that you're there for them. It might be hard for them to give you a response, but it will remind them that they're not alone and that you're there to help. Remind them that they're safe and that the attack is going to be over soon. Try to help them breathe by counting the inhales and exhales. Inhale for five seconds, exhale for another five. It will increase the oxygen in their body and they will start feeling a little bit better. When the episode is over, take your person somewhere they feel safe and that is quiet. Preferably like somewhere other than the place that the panic attack occurred, if it's possible. Give them some water and stay with them as much as they need you. Again, ask them what they need. If they, don't, if they want to stay alone, leave them alone, but stay as long as they need you. 
be patient. It is a really, really hard thing for that person to handle their emotions and the situation generally. In case you have regular panic attacks, you can do different things to prevent them, such as meditation, again, breathing exercises, or generally exercising, but most importantly, talking with your friends, family, and if you feel like you needed a professional, it is really, really important to let your thoughts and feelings out because it's no good if you're bottling everything up. Again, we want to remind you, we're not medical professionals. We are talking from experience and from the research that we have conducted. Now, I have a question for you, Carly. Is there anything that you want to add to that section? Um, yeah, I think so. I just want to add that sometimes you are in a place where you don't feel okay or you don't feel safe. Like, for example, like actually only yesterday I was in a shop and I was like, oh my God, I think I'm having a heart attack. And I laughed because one, I knew I wasn't having a heart attack. I knew I was panicking and I knew it was just because I was just in a shop that I hadn't been in before. And I knew it was being really silly. But at the time I was like, oh my God, (laughs) my heart hurts. And I just felt like, okay, it's fine. So I didn't have anything in my basket. So I was like, I'm just going to go outside, just act really casual. So I literally just walked outside. The moment I was outside, I had such a feeling of relief. Now, I'm not saying that always happens, but removing yourself out of stressful or situations that cause you to panic is usually really, really important. But leading on from that, that to me wasn't a panic attack. That was an anxiety attack. Mm -hmm. And what is the difference between the two of them? So the term panic attack and anxiety attack are used usually interchangeably, but they're actually really not the same. So key characteristics distinguish one from the other, but they do overlap. So sometimes in sentences, people go, oh, um, I had a panic attack yesterday. My anxiety has been really bad and I'm always getting anxiety attacks. Okay, (laughs) fine. (laughs) You might be getting both, but more often than not, you do lean towards the one. So anxiety is response to perceived stresses or threat. So anxiety happens when your body feels like you're under threat. A panic attack happens randomly. So you're not under any threat. Your brain just goes, oh my God, turns the panic button on and you're panicking. But anxiety is usually, you're usually feeling anxious. Like me yesterday, I was walking through a shop and I was like, oh my God, I can't remember where I wanted. I felt anxious. Symptoms of a panic attack are usually intense and disruptive and they often involve a sense of unreality and detachment, whereas anxiety symptoms and vary in intensity from mild to severe. There are some symptoms which are solely for anxiety attacks and how you notice you're having an anxiety attack. So crossover symptoms are chest pains, dizziness, being startled easily, loss of concentration, But there's also symptoms such as a dry mouth or muscle pain or um, restlessness and sleep disturbances because these are prolonged. They can happen not only over a five to 20 minute period, but anxiety attacks can last for days and days. So I feel like if you're having periods of prolonged anxiety, I feel that it's really important to also go to the doctors about it, also seek medical attention or also talk to someone because they're both just as bad as each other. They're just slightly different and I feel that the awareness of the difference is really, really important. Do you agree with this? Yeah, it's really important to know everything and also being aware of your situation and reaching out for help. It's Mm -hmm. hard. It's really, really hard to seek for help. But it is something important. It's definitely crucial. I feel like 
asking for help is one step like it's really hard actually let me just add asking for help for anything is super hard but going to someone I'm panicking for no apparent reason you're probably feeling nuts but you're really not like I promise you you are not going crazy you are experiencing something that actually a lot of people experience they just don't come out and tell yeah before before we close I just want to I don't get panic attacks or anxiety attacks but I've had an anxiety attack once and I just want to connect it to the current circumstances that we're living in I was having an anxiety attack when I was watching Boris Johnson announce the lockdown on December and I thought I was having a stroke I was with my housemate and we were sitting on the couch and I was like suddenly my 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 chest like my heart started hurting so much and I was like Alex, I am, my heart hurts. And she's like, come on, it, come on, no. And I was like, I'm in severe pain right now. Like I was hurting so much. And then she was like, okay, is that a joke? Like, are you actually in pain or just yeah. like you're metaphorically your heart aches? <laughs> and I was like, um, my hand is, my left hand was like becoming numb, like completely numb. And I was like, I'm having a stroke. I am having a heart attack. I don't know what I'm having, but like I'm in severe pain right now and I cannot, I can't move. So I lay down and I'm like, I'm just going to stay here. I'm just going to lay down and experience my pain. Yeah. And she's like, okay, um, what to do? I don't know. I don't know. And and like she, she brings me some water, like some cold water and just like I drink. And she like she she helps me like move my hand a little bit slowly, and I start massaging with my right hand my chest, and I'm like, it will be fine, it will be fine. I wasn't panicking my my brain; it was my body who was panicking. It was panicking yeah. by itself. Um, I don't know if saying panicking is actually the right term, but like it actually felt like my body was upset, but my mind wasn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. So yeah, like you win, yeah. You weren't physically in charge of how your body's reaction was. Yeah. I feel, actually, that reflects on a lot of people. Like, um, researching, a lot of people have gone, oh, I didn't feel anxious. I didn't feel panicked in that situation. But their body is going, nope, stop exactly where you are. And I think that all comes to the fight or flight response of, oh, my God, your body's like, no, 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 get me out of here. And your brain's like, calm down, take a step (laughs) back, it's okay. But I just know, I just feel like it's really important for people to share their stories like you yeah. did. So I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thank but, you. Yeah, because it does feel silly sometimes. But I feel for other people to know that, oh, actually, I had a similar situation where for a brief moment I thought this was it. Yeah. I feel that for other people to hear that is so important. Yeah. It's really nice to share our stories. Even though it was something difficult, it's okay to put it out there. So if you have any stories that you want to share, anything, absolutely anything, and if you just want to say hi, please reach out on our website or on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all the links in the description. And also now we're on YouTube, so if you want to listen yeah. to our podcast from there, you're more than welcome to do so. Which is super exciting. I think we've wanted to be on YouTube for ages and we keep talking about, oh, should we go on YouTube? Should we go on YouTube? And now we're finally on there. It just feels great. It feels good to be like, you can find us on YouTube too, guys. Because I feel like YouTube is such a, well, it's a platform that people are bored. They go on and it's just scrolling. And if you can find us, have a chat to us, have a really quick like, 
oh, okay, I'm gonna listen to these two people. Yeah. We're gonna respond to your comments, don't worry. We are, and we're just gonna have a chat with you too, so. Yeah, reach out. And it was really, really lovely to be back for another episode today and discuss such, such an important issue. So, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. See you soon, guys. See ya.